0: Welcome back to the Extra podcast for another bonus episode. Sitting with me today, not with me, but uh, sitting digitally with me is uh, Abigail. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so right now as people are listening, they're probably wondering why you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess to uh, to kind of give everybody a little bit of a heads up, uh, Abby and her friend uh, Gabby have just started their own podcast. Yes, and we
1: have. We are very excited.
0: It is exciting. Uh, so I kind of wanted to talk about it and see where, you know, how it was born, you know, where, how you guys decide to actually sit down and record yourselves having conversations and putting it out there for the world. It's it's an odd thing to do, but it's fun, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, before we even get into all that, I wanted to talk about just a little bit on like how I know you. And yeah. I think it started out for... For us was you, correct me if I'm wrong, you and my daughter went to dance together at yes. a local dance class in uh, in our little hometown.
1: Yeah, so um, we danced together when I was team captain and she was on the team.
0: Yes. And then I ended up taking your senior pictures along with like a bunch of dance pictures too.
1: Yeah, tons of dance
0: pictures. Yeah. how was uh, How was that experience? your senior um, pictures <laughs>
1: yeah my senior pictures for high school was really fun because we went to the city it was downtown we got really
0: good shots
1: and I think it was a very unique shoot something that not a lot of seniors from our area have really done before so only,
0: yeah only a few I've, I've only taken maybe a couple like three people all the way down to Pittsburgh for photos mm-hmm. uh seniors I've done a couple engagement sessions down there too but Matter of fact, like one of your pictures is still hangs on the wall of the studio uh, from when we were on the uh, the Robert Clemente Bridge. Yep, that and was super fun. That was so much fun. Do you remember when when we were taking those? We didn't even intend to take that, really. I don't think, but we saw another no. photographer who was there from Pittsburgh.
1: Yes, it, and. Yeah, Everyone yeah, asked, like, how did you get that? Like, <laughs> how did you do that? And I'm like, what do you mean? We just waited for the cars. And then I ran out, sat on the road. Like, it was easy. And yeah, that like, was it. That yeah. bridge is always so busy. And I'm like, it wasn't that day.
0: <laughs> no, because we. I remember we'd asked that uh, the photographer, like, how are you doing this? And she said that every like, what was like, every like minute, the traffic stops for like 20 seconds on both directions. Yep. And so we were like practicing what we were going to do. And then we would run out there real quick, take a few pictures and run back off the road. Yep. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. And those are probably my favorite pictures.
0: Yeah, that was a good time. We actually went all over down there. It was, it was cool. I love the ones from like down by the, like the point and stuff. And that like, I don't know, it was like that that arch kind of tunnel-y thing under a bridge or something.
1: Yeah, that was a unique find. That wasn't like a real spot in Pittsburgh. I don't even think anyone would really realize where we were in those pictures. But you're really good at that finding like unique spots. Like when we're walking, you're like, stop right here.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Actually, if anybody has been involved in a photo shoot with me, they know they know what that is. <laughs> like my wheels are always turning. I'm like, looking, and look and I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, what's this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is really cool. You know, with this lens. And, uh, but yeah, so that was, that was a good time. Uh, so after, after that, I know I've done other, other jobs with you before. And the most recent one was I came down and did your guys's, uh, uh, graduation from college pictures.
1: Yep. That was a full circle moment. Um, everyone was talking about pictures and I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about pictures. And, I was like, well, I'm going to message Dave because there's nobody else that I'm having take my picture. So.
0: <laughs> well, that was very kind of you to ask. And I had a lot of fun. It was cool to meet all your friends. They were very cool.
1: Yeah. Everyone was excited to do that because I see other people like they get college pictures with. I was in a sorority. So it was all my sorority sisters. And I was like, does anybody want to come and like take pictures? I'm having the guy that took my high school pictures do it. So he's coming like on this day. Like if anyone's interested and everyone's like, that sounds like so much fun, like. Absolutely. And then, of course, the weather was like really bad, but it was still fun.
0: It was. Was it cold?
1: It was cold and it was windy.
0: It was windy, too. Yeah.
1: It was April, so it wasn't like freezing, but it was a pretty cold April day.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, we we got it done, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And everyone was complimenting the images when we got them back saying, like, how did he make them look like that? Because you would think it was a beautiful day outside. You would have never known how like freezing we were.
0: Yeah. You know. Photoshop trickery yeah <laughs> and make make a <laughs> little warmer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. hmm yeah the photo looks warm it will feel warm
1: it does they feel warm
0: uh, so yeah and guys there anything else that uh, anything else in there that I'm missing that perhaps we've we've done together
1: no not you and I specifically of course we have other other connections
0: yeah yeah families that we uh, like actually, I actually saw I saw you at uh, a, a mutual friends uh, high school graduation party recently
1: Yep, and you play hockey with my brother. I
0: do. Yep, yeah. Play well, with... did <laughs> did? Oh, is he not on our team anymore?
1: No. What? He got moved.
0: Oh, I'll be honest. I, I played one game the new season, and I just thought he wasn't there. <laughs>
1: no. Nope. Yeah. I didn't he... know he wasn't on the team. Yeah, he got whatever they call that. He got moved.
0: Okay. I don't know. Just uh, just switching players around.
1: Yep, switching players around.
0: Yeah, it happens. I've been I've been put on many many different teams up there. Just to
1: be honest, he just wants to play. Like that's he, for me too. He doesn't he doesn't even care. He mom was like, Well, do you want to say something? He was like, No, I just I just want to play hockey. And to be honest, he's excited to get a new jersey, add it to his collection. So there you go, yeah. He's still excited.
0: yeah Yeah. For like I said for years, like uh, you know, people ask, like, do you like do you care what team you're on? I'm like, Nope. I'm like, don't yeah. care. Just throw me on a team. I just, yep, just want to, to play. And it's fun too to get to play with other guys too. Yeah. So he'll he'll so, enjoy it
1: yeah they moved into the team with my cousin, so oh. I think they kind of thought like, oh, it'll be fun for them to play together, which would yeah, be, be awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah, it won't be the last team he's on. that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> He'll make his rounds. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's actually move into a little bit of the meat of the show, the, uh, you know, the reason we're talking with each other. <laughs> um, so I guess a little bit of background on you. do you want to do this because you're probably going to obviously know it better than I will. So yeah. as far as like, you know, you went to college for what?
1: political science and philosophy. Um, The philosophy came later. So when I first went to college, Mm -hmm. I checked journalism as my major and I never wanted to actually be an attorney. I just thought, I'll go to law school. I wanted to get a degree in journalism, go to law school. And then, you know, when you're watching the news, they have like lawyers on the news kind of talking about what's happening in politics. That's the job I wanted. So that was my goal. And then... Everyone was kind of like, mm, journalism is a dying field, which maybe like print journalism, but right. not online. So no. that was really bad advice. But I took it and I was like, OK, I'm really interested in politics. I'm going to major in political science. So I majored in political science. And then throughout college, I had to take a bunch of philosophy classes because I was on the pre-law track and fell in love with philosophy. Of course, you don't even like learn about philosophy until you get to college. So how was I to ever know that I was interested in that? Right. So I picked it up as a double major and I loved it. Political science actually was a little bit lackluster through studying political science. I learned that I really don't want to have anything to do with politics, (laughs) so that's no longer my dream job. And now I'm in law school and the goal is to actually, you know, use my law degree and be a litigator. So yeah, college was was
0: weird like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people have those like different directions end up taken from their original plans. Uh, but what was it about like the the politics that kind of threw you off that you didn't like it was there anything specific you remember or just in general?
1: I think just in general, a lot of people will probably agree that the world and our government has been up and down crazy the past couple years. So oh, yeah. being in college from 2018 to 2022, a lot has changed in the world and in our political space. And I think I wanted to go into politics because I was, you know, from a small town and from a middle-class family. And I thought like, this is the way to make change Mm -hmm. and studying political science. I kind of learned, well, change in the government is very slow and politicians, you know, it's, it's arguable whether they make change or not. I know they try, but I'm more of like a people person. I want to be working with people one-on-one and I don't, care to just like sit behind a desk and have this like status of like you know a title of status just slapped on that makes it seem like i'm helping people but i'm not actually so i just don't think that's really the career path for me also when you're younger you really think that you can do anything especially like my parents encouraged me so much that i could do whatever i set my mind to which of course Uh, is true to a certain extent yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're not wrong but i'm from a very small town and, of course, no. politicians normally come from a place of privilege, right. from Ivy League schools. You know, uh, as you get older, things become more realistic and you start to see what the real world is really like. And I thought, eh, that would be a really hard path to take. And I'm not that interested in it. And that path really isn't open to people from me, from places like from where I'm from. You know what I mean? So
0: Yeah, like you would be a fantastic spokesperson for the small town world. But- <laughs> right. <laughs> But, yeah, in in the grand scheme of things, like, yeah, when you start seeing the bigger picture in these big cities and 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 for, for, uh, like it, it's it's totally different. I know what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's humbling when you start to learn like, wow, there really there isn't anyone that kind of advocates for people like me or families like mine. And there's definitely a need for that. But there's not a space that allows for people to do that. Right. And that's very unfortunate. But um, it's just it is what it is.
0: I feel like the big difference between politics and in in being in law. I mean, obviously there's a there's a massive difference, but uh, just the I guess the generic difference for me, just thinking about it, is uh, you know in politics you're really just pushing like different ideologies on people and, and different mm-hmm. thoughts, and uh, with with law it's cut and dry. Like this is this is right, this is wrong. Like you have a very specific you know. Thing that you're trying to to do that there is no like i don't know i mean maybe, maybe i'm a little bit wrong there but because i know you have to be very persuasive in like if you're in a courtroom trying to convince people you know that right. somebody was wrong but i don't know it just seems like uh I, I think i think being in law would be way cooler and way more exciting <laughs> than being in politics just saying no well, offense to anybody in politics
1: Yes, um, that's exactly how I feel and that's why I think being in law and my goal of becoming a lawyer is more aligned with my interests because what you were saying about it being more black and white cut and dry, yeah. that's me. Yeah, I, that's how I think. And you know, if you ask my family, they'd say the same thing. like mom can kind of see the gray area. I can see the gray area, but I'm more aligned with my dad. like there's a right way to do things, there's a wrong way to do things. This is the right way. I'm not super emotional. I think a lot based on logic Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a rule follower. I love rules. I love structure. I'm very organized. I'm type a like
0: Ah, perfect. Perfect. It's a very fitting.
1: (laughs) It's a very fitting field for me.
0: Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do find myself in in gray areas. I'm like, but what if like this happened? Like, you know, like I'm always like finding like that little, like that little loophole somewhere.
1: (laughs) Well, it's actually kind of funny because now that I've started like I'm, I'm in orientation now and we're getting started. It's very clear that a lot of law is actually gray. Like there's there's statutes and there's laws and mm-hmm. there's precedents and things like that. But every situation is gray. So it's really funny because you have to kind of be logical and be right and wrong. But a lot of law and like lawyers are known, famously known for kind of saying like it depends. Yeah. You know? Like everything is kind of gray, but there's still like a structure in a black and white Um whiteness to it like
0: yeah right and wrong I'm sure a lot of it too just comes down to Joe and I've actually talked about this on the show numerous times uh where it comes down to like the actual verbiage in the law to where people can like like absolutely like dissect the heck out of it Mm -hmm. and find those gray areas those loopholes that maybe where just something was worded a little bit you know quote-unquote incorrectly And they can find their ways through the law to maybe skirt, you know, something. Uh, So, yeah, I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure you have to, like, study when you start really getting deep into this, you know, studying those laws, like, word for word, and knowing them, like, (laughs) in and out. It's going to be crazy.
1: Yeah, and I've heard from older students at my particular law school that our exams are, like, closed note, closed book. Because when you take the bar exam, you can't, like, bring any notes in with you. So... It is a lot of like truly learning. You have to learn it. I mean, obviously that part of that is memorization, but you really have to know these laws.
0: Yeah. A, a friend of mine uh, from California, his uh, his girlfriend just took the California bar.
1: Wow. That's it, the hardest one.
0: Is it really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yep. It's uh, the hardest but, one. But uh, yeah, I guess she's been like studying like crazy and uh, she doesn't find out until like December. Like I guess like you get your, you get your results <laughs> yep. back like way later.
1: Yep. You have to wait. And a lot of people. Yeah. The, so the bar exam just happened, I think, July 19th in a lot of states and people have to wait like three or four months. Yeah. Um, each state finds out like differently. And so I've been seeing like on TikTok and online, like everyone's wondering, like, well, what do you do now? Like what? Wait. You just wait. <laughs>
0: Apparently, and some people yeah. are like,
1: yeah, I'm going on vacation. And other people are like, well, I'm starting my job, but my job is kind of dependent on if I passed so oh yeah that's scary
0: <laughs> yeah you get your results back and you get fired
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that like oh sorry maybe we'll we'll take you once you pass again but
0: yeah. right oh god is there like a is there like a limit on on how long you can test in between like your last test or can you just no um just jump into the next one
1: yeah but they don't they don't test every so it's like i don't know twice a year three times a year so oh, okay. i think i think the next one would be like february
0: yeah Boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but you wouldn't even find out, you know, like the, like the woman from California, like you said, if she's not finding out until December and then you have to study again to sit for the February exam, that's,
0: that's tough. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there would have, would have been a test in between there that you missed.
1: So yeah, yeah the bar exam is a, is a whole nother, a whole nother beast. And it's crazy because it's the same thing like with the medical field. It's like, you're never done. Mm-hmm. It's like you get in, you whatever. And it's funny because people don't really understand so when you explain to people like i could go to law school and when i graduate law school i'll have a juris doctorate degree but that doesn't make me a lawyer i have to pass the bar mm-hmm. if i don't pass the bar i don't become a lawyer and they're like so you could pay all that money and never be a practicing attorney yep that's yeah. true
0: <laughs> yeah that's crazy and like you said too like you're never done laws continually change and and, and they make new laws and you have to be mm-hmm. like up on all of this and do they send you like will they send you to, to to school or something or how do you just get like an email notification like hey this is a new law like how, how do they have, how do they like tell you guys that
1: i have no idea no I idea know that, okay <laughs> i know there's like a certain way that you have to kind of like keep up with your certification mm-hmm. and like w- with your seat but i was actually talking to one of the professors at my law school Last night and he teaches constitutional law and he's like, I had to totally restructure my class now with the overturn of Roe and Casey and all the other precedents that the Supreme Court has overturned lately because precedents build on top of one another. Mm -hmm. So now that they've overturned it, it's like everything kind of goes back and, and changes. Yeah. And when you study the law, you have to study it, you know, what it was in the 20s, what it was in the 60s, what it was in the 80s, what it is now. Like you have to know how it has built up. And of course, there's been so many changes. So like I said, it all builds on top of one another. So when the Supreme Court has now said that, well, actually, this part of precedent doesn't matter anymore. A lot of cases and other precedents and other laws are built on that. So everything has been shifted and is starting to kind of crumble, at least in the terms of like law school and the way that they teach it, because They're teaching you the law, but the law has changed a lot this year. So I'm actually really interested to see how my school goes about teaching us what's been going on in the news lately.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I never really thought about that. That Yeah, there's so many changes as far as like different cases that will then change laws because this case went that way
1: right So it's not even just specifically about the issue in Roe and Casey. It's mm-hmm. about how in the case um, one of the justices was saying, you know precedent for privacy actually we were wrong last time. you know our precedent on privacy from here on out is going to be this. And so there's other cases that rely on our right to privacy. So now those cases have changed and those, you know the way we go about, those areas of our lives are now different in terms of, of the law. But of course you don't think of that because that's not the case that was in front of the Supreme court. That's not the case that's in the news, but it's still affected.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you keep talking about this. Was it and Casey? Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest. I don't keep up with a lot of this kind of stuff. So what, like, what, what is that? Like do, that's,
1: the, so that's the abortion cases. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it was ringing yeah. a
0: bell, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Okay. Yes,
1: that's that's the abortion cases, which is it's kind of funny actually because everyone keeps referring to it as Roe, and Roe is like from the 70s, I believe. Uh, Planned Parenthood v. Casey is like the much newer case, but everyone's like they overturned Roe, they overturned Roe, and I'm like they overturned Casey because like I said, they all build. So like right. there was Roe, and then there was Casey, and the difference between Roe and Casey is that in Casey they moved the point of viability earlier, I okay. believe. So now I think like the point, you know, I don't really know off the top of my head, but like it was 25 weeks and now it's like 22 weeks and something that's the difference between the two cases but yeah so they're but they're both about abortion but okay. they're also both about the right to privacy and there's other cases like griswold and other things that people don't realize like marriage and how you educate your children and all those things fall under the right to privacy so those cases have now changed as well in a certain aspect
0: yeah okay yeah, yeah. I mean, like so yeah we don't need to get all the way into that that could be a whole show yeah,
1: there's there's tons of people that want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it.
0: No, no. If there's one thing that that uh, Joe and I don't do on this show is, is dive like do deep dives into political things. Yep. Uh, there's enough
1: people that are into that.
0: No, because we never want to like we never want to make people like accidentally hate us because of an opinion that we have on a certain subject. And poli- right. po- politics are are like fickle. Like they're people. Yeah. People get very angry.
1: Yeah, it's very divisive right now, which is another reason why it's very interesting to be in law school at this time, because of like all the stuff that's going on in the news, and everybody has different opinions about it, and it obviously shapes what kind of lawyer I'm going to be one day, so it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've always told I've always told my daughter, uh, you know, with with political conversations, I said when you when you happen to find yourself in one, so the the best thing that I do is leave. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even stick up. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm like, hey guys, I got to go. Like you know, over here, and like I'll think yep. of an excuse to get out of the conversation because
1: it's actually, yeah, I do the same thing. Sorry to cut you off. Oh no, you're all right.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say that uh, the the example I gave her was uh, I said when you're in a conversation with somebody about politics, there's a certain you know view, especially when there's uh, like a you know presidential elections coming up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I said one thing that will never ever happen is. When somebody is champing for a certain president or whatever and talking about, you know, all their politics, the other side of it, they're not going to be like, oh, you know what? That's a really great point. Uh, I see what you're saying. Like, like I'm on board with you now. Like, that never happens. Like, they, just, they right. just, boom, they just butt heads the whole time. It's just not a fun conversation.
1: Yeah, no. And it's weird because I obviously studied political science. So when I get into conversations, normally, like, with adults and they're talking about politics and the way the world is now and all that. They're like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. P- people think that like when you study political science, like we're like constantly watching the news. Mm-hmm. That's not what it w- That's not what it was like, at least not where I went to school. Like we were studying the foundations of political science and the theories and the how to campaign. And we weren't like keeping up and studying like the day to day, like stuff going on in the news every once in a while. Like we'd bring it up. But that's not the study of political science. That's just what's going on in politics today.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's so- like the science of it. <laughs>
1: I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, no. I was like, I hate, I hate politics. I hate political science. That's what I learned from studying it.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> like that's what I learned is that I hate it.
1: That I don't like it.
0: Yeah. So, so all right, well, tell you, what, let's uh, let's kind of move a little bit forward here into, into your podcast too. I don't, I don't want to like, cause I could just keep talking about all that, and uh, I don't want to forget to talk about about your show. The reason I have you on here <laughs> is because uh, I don't even think I I named the show. You just, you have the 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 name of your podcast is diagnose and defend. Obviously the defend is you. Mm-hmm. The diagnose is your uh, co-host who is uh, yep. your friend Gabby who you went to school with, college with. And yes. she she moved to was it Florida? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so she's yeah, so you guys are obviously doing all remote all the time. Yep. I've talked about this before like, you know, even with, with Joe and I like sometimes, you know, schedules don't line up and this and that and it, it's hard to sometimes coordinate so there's always that challenge aspect of the uh of the show It's just trying to make your make your schedules work especially with you guys like being in college <laughs> and uh so yeah you're going to you're going to have fun with that i'm sure you're going to be doing yeah. like either real early real late you know just weird times of the day which joe yeah. and i have done
1: <laughs> we're doing really late
0: <laughs> yeah which actually the reason uh that joe joe was supposed to be on the show with us and like literally 15 minutes before we had to record he had like a super like like it emergency at work, and he was like, "I I have to deal with this." He's like, "I can't be on." I'm sorry. So yeah, that's why he's not on because uh, something came up with with his job. But so the the diagnose and defend, and it, you can speak a little bit on on Gabby's behalf. But she uh, she's going to med school, and mm-hmm. she's and so you're bringing your whole experience with uh, with law school. She's bringing her experience with med school, and I think I listened to your first show by the way, and it was really good. I Thank actually, I, text, uh, I texted Joe after I heard it and I was like, dude, I was like, they are way more polished in their very first episode than <laughs> we definitely were like, like we were very rough around the edges for the first few episodes. I'm like, man, they sound great. Like, like seasoned pros. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you helped us out a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, w- uh, I which by the way, thanks for the shout out at the end of episode <laughs> one by the <laughs> way. That was awesome. I You're did welcome. not expect that. Uh, but no, I just, I just wanted to help out as far as like, just the, the behind the scenes stuff, all the stuff you got to kind of at least understand a little bit and know to get started. And it's a little bit daunting. Like I was really trying to figure it out on my own. So I was like, oh gosh, if I can help her, like to make it easier. Yeah. I, you had mentioned too, at the end of that, you're like, we never would have done this if it wasn't for you. <laughs> I, Carrie had listened to it. And I was like, that is definitely not true. And like, they would have <laughs> found, found the way and found it, but I just made it a little bit easier for them as all.
1: Well. No, definitely a lot easier. It was very smooth Thanks to you.
0: Yeah. Um, so, again, the the show, like we talked a little bit about, you know, what the show is about, and I think if you're gonna, hopefully, you check it out. You know, if you're listening to this show, check out their their uh, their podcast right now. Currently, it's it's on Spotify.
1: It's on Apple as well.
0: Oh, did it finally show up on Apple?
1: Yep. They Yay. It.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because I, so I looked uh, like yesterday, or day before, and it wasn't on there. Yet. I'm like, oh, so I didn't know if they were just taking their sweet time getting that up there. Yep, it's up. Yeah. So I want to kind of back up a little bit. And I think, I think when, when you guys, I'm assuming, when you decided that you wanted to make a podcast, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it was probably like along the same lines is how Joe and I did it too. Like we we would have these conversations that were, they were very funny or just interesting and something about the creative process of just sitting down in front of a microphone and a soundboard and, and, and recording and then putting it out there literally putting your conversation out there for people to listen to there's something Mm -hmm. fun about it and exciting is that kind of where you guys felt too like you just wanted to share like share your experiences and conversations with the world
1: yes so gabrielle and i like you mentioned we met in college and she actually graduated a year early she's on some fast track program because she's a super genius Okay. and Mm -hmm. Well, so she graduated early and I was still in college my senior year. And so we kind of began like a long distance friendship mm-hmm. and she would be sharing her experience when we would get on the phone or FaceTime, whatever, what med school is like, I'd be telling her about my law school applications and that's how we would stay in touch. And so we we just continued to like be best friends and share, you know, how our life was going Mm. and how school was going and things like that. And we'd get on the phone for like two plus hours and I'm like, we should have just recorded this because a lot of our conversations are you know, figuring it out. We're both first generation students so we're both the first in our families to go to medical school, law school. I'm also the first in my immediate family to get a college degree. So we have a lot of shared experience with that and then also both being young women in our 20s, post-grad, figuring life out, that sort of thing. And so, We'd get on and we were like, we would talk. And then I'm like, we really should record this conversation. And I've always wanted to do something creative. I'm like the kid that I used to make YouTube videos when I was like 10, 12. And then I was like, okay, YouTube kind of started fading out. And then TikTok came in. So now I'm like, oh, should I start making TikToks? Like mm-hmm. I've always just wanted to like share what my experience was in law school and as a first generation student to hopefully help the next person. It was just a matter of finding where I wanted to do that. But also you have to find your niche because there are a lot of people who share what it's like to be a 20 something figuring life out. There's a lot of female podcasts that talk about those things. And so I needed it to be something more unique than just that because there's already people doing that. And my dad's always said that, like, you have to find your niche. Like, I know you want to do something creative. My dad's actually like secretly very creative. And he was always saying, like, you just have to figure out what's going to be unique, like about you. Like, what do you have to share that's unique? And so when Gabrielle and I would get on the phone and talk about being women in historically male dominated fields and what's that, what's what that's like and what it's like being a first generation student and not really knowing what you're doing. Yeah. And we would kind of figure it out together. I'm like this. This is where we fit into the space. And I was like, there's not a podcast like this. I'm obsessed with podcasts personally. And. Again, it's very easy for us because everyone nowadays does podcast remote. So, like doing a YouTube or doing a TikTok or something like that wouldn't really work with Gabrielle and I. So it was just like podcast, and I was like, Gabrielle, we're doing a podcast, and she's like, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear like that your family and your dad especially was like super on board with you know like 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 the idea guy like really kind of helping you drive you know what mm-hmm. to do and 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 how to maybe capture people to listen. Um, I will say too, like you guys. You guys are finding like a, like you said, a very niche corner and you're going to you're going to gravitate people to listen that are in this field. But I will say too that as your show goes on and probably even very early on, it's not going to be all about the, the the experience. I'm sure you guys are just going to talk about life and right. people people can just listen to you guys, you know, BS in a little bit. And so I'm I'm excited to hear your experiences and also, you know, whatever else you guys to talk about. You guys have very good personalities. I love the first episode.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have been listening and we've been getting really great feedback on the first episode, which is so exciting. And a lot of people are like, you know, me listening, you know, uh, uh, at 25, at 35, 45, 55, whatever, even my grandma, you know, listening nice. and being like, I have nothing to do with like medical, like the medicine like the field of medicine or law but it's still like so interesting and i'm like of course it's it's so interesting and i i want people that are not in the fields to listen like i want family and friends to be able to listen and this is a great way for people to keep up on my life and know what it's like um it's also great for people who are considering the fields who people for people who have more interest in learning more about it because it really isn't what you see on tv it's not what it's They show in Grey's Anatomy and How to Get Away with Murder. Um, But also, like, even though there are other people who share their experiences as young women, young 20-somethings, figuring out post-grad, moving, whatever. Gabrielle and I still have a unique experience because we're figuring all of that out being 22, 23, while also being in law school and med school and being young women and being post-grad yeah you know all of that on top of it so there's still something I think that anyone could get out of it from listening even if you're not in the field of medicine or law
0: right yeah that's kind of where I was at too like I think it's just gonna be a fun listen to hear you guys uh talking about your experiences and uh you know so I'm I'm excited to hear more and you guys said you're recording your next episode tonight right yes we are (laughs) and that would be maybe
1: maybe even two who knows
0: and you guys are you guys are a Monday morning podcast as well
1: yeah. So I, I listen to a couple podcasts that go up on Monday and I always like listening to podcasts on Monday, like on your way to school, on your way to work, like mm-hmm. Monday morning. I think it's a good way to start off the day. Um, but also just logistically for us both being students, having the weekend to kind of prep. So if we can record, you know, anytime over the weekend, anytime, even during the week prior, yeah. but then still kind of had the weekend to get everything in order because a lot of work goes behind the scenes, especially if you're going to like promote the podcast, like, we have a TikTok, we have an Instagram. Like, I'm making the graphics for those. Gabrielle's writing up the descriptions. Like, it's not just like sit down, click record, and then you're done.
0: Yeah, so. you're you're already ahead of the game from where we're at. We don't have an Instagram. We don't have a TikTok. <laughs> we just have, <laughs> we're just on Facebook. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're we're horrible at promoting our show. I just do it like just in person. Like I bump into people and uh, mm-hmm. usually see like the sticker on my car or something. Like oh, like is that is that your show? I'm like, yes, it is. You want to listen? Like, what's it it about? Oh, boy. Like That's always always a hard question to answer because if you've heard our show, uh, it's really about whatever we want to talk about. Just say, listen, and you'll find out. Right, yeah. Joe always describes it as as a variety show. And, you know, it's it's definitely... We do not corner the market anywhere unless someone's looking up two dudes talking about whatever, then, yeah, you might find us. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's... (laughs) Yeah, our, our, our journey in, in creating our podcast was very similar. We just, like, again, we just felt like it was uh, something fun to do and share our silly conversations with, uh, you know, the rest of the world.
1: What I think is important when you go into something that's like a creative project like this, so many people are in the digital space. Like, there are tons of podcasts. Podcasts have, like, blown up. They're very popular. Um, so I feel like everyone and their mother has a podcast, a YouTube, a TikTok. They're an Instagram model, something. And you know everyone's doing it and so you have to do it for the right reasons and you have to do it because you really want to and this is something that Gabrielle and I are really passionate about and I would do it even if I knew no one was listening like even if it was just my mom and my grandma listening I'd still do it because I still think it's important for myself and for Gabrielle to kind of have these reflections and talk about what we're going through and so you know even if we are getting two people that listen and they get something from it like that's great but I would do it even if no one was listening just
0: for you because it's fun
1: right so uh
0: yeah that that's also one thing that we we discussed as well going into it was uh we had no grand illusions that that this was going to be like some sort of like money maker by any means Mm -hmm. if anything it's it's a you know it's a loss (laughs) because (laughs) yeah uh, unless you start getting like like huge numbers like you're not going to get much as far as like uh, people want to you know monetize the show and and, you know give you money for advertisements and uh so no, we just uh we just do it for fun. It's just a uh, little side you know side fun hobby project, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think where you guys would be at too, unless uh, i I'll eat my words because uh you like I said, you guys will probably be way better at podcasting than we are, <laughs> and fast forward Look, like a year from a- now. You're like, "Oh man, like we're I'm making not against, money."
1: <laughs> I'm not against sponsorships. If right. if the schools want to reach out to us, like the, you know, when you study for like tests like the SAT, there's like study programs. Like if the if the MCAT study programs or the LSAT study programs mm-hmm. or Barbary, that's like the company that helps you prep for the bar exam, if they want to sponsor us, go ahead, right. I'll gladly accept.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny too like if you if you look at the numbers as far as like the 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 statistics of like number of listens or downloads of an, of a show, per, like as far as where that puts you in the percentile of, of podcasters, you only have to hit like, I think it's like it, it's kind of, it's way less than I thought. Mm. If you if you get like 30 downloads an episode, you're in the top 25% of podcasters. Wow. If you get like, I think it's like 65 or 75 per episode. That, that's all uh, Consistently. You're in the top fifty percent. It's wow. the it's that top like 05 percent that are getting those like massive numbers where they're getting like you know hundred thousand downloads an episode, right? Yeah, that's like the because like you said, there's there's so many podcasts out there that they kind of just get get drowned like they're just lost in the mix, right? So yeah, again, we never we never wanted or well, not wanted but we never assumed that we would be in that top one percent. Uh, we just thought it'd be fun, at least for our friends and and you know people in this local area. Really, we kind of almost market ourselves uh, as as little as we do market, but we push ourselves towards Northwest Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and that's really the market we kind of aim to for people to listen to. And maybe someday we'll get a real sponsor, and we we'll have to make up fake ones.
1: I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I think that's a genius idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, we always joke too. I'm like, oh man, like if we ever do get a real sponsor. People aren't gonna know if it's real or fake. fake. <laughs> they we're <Yeah>. sabotaging ourselves. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, let's actually let's move on to uh, one more thing. That oh, actually, before we get into that, I, we're gonna we're gonna jump into a couple uh, funny like weird laws that still exist. Uh, but one thing I wanted to ask that I listened because uh, that I heard on your episode, you had mentioned what in the world are hot girl walks, Abby? Oh. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh so actually my aunt and who was it i think it was my aunts were teasing me about that they were like i had to google what a hot girl walk was so oh so i wasn't alone
0: th- i didn't know what it was nope I'm you're like, not alone that?
1: so if anyone is on TikTok, mm-hmm. you would probably know about it so it kind of it, it stemmed from TikTok. a woman just created you know there's so much like in the in the world about like uh like diet culture, fitness, you know, you have to be at the gym, blah, 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 blah. And this girl basically like made a video and she went viral and she was like, my favorite form of movement is going for a hot girl walk. And I get my cup of coffee and I take my little, you know, fanny pack bag or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just go for a walk. I walk every day. I want to hit, you know, 10,000 steps and I just go for a walk. And basically she was talking about how people overlook how good walking is for you people think you have to be a marathon runner to like be in shape or like be healthy she was like all you have to do is move your body like just get out of your house walk go, go for a walk and so and now it's kind of evolved like especially in like the female space and like female influencers it's kind of like oh this is what i wear in my hot girl walk and this is how i do my hair and this is how i you know, I wear biker shorts and a, a particular like Lululemon right like crossbody <laughs> like fanny pack bag has seriously like blown up. They're sold out everywhere because this trend is on TikTok walks. where is the hot girl walk. And to do a hot girl walk, you need this bag. I of love course she... I own I own two of them, but that's the point.
0: <laughs> I love that she so, coined yeah. that name. That's a funny <laughs> yep. name.
1: Yeah, she did. And I, I wish I knew the original creator, but it has like blown up. Like there's a million videos now about hot girl walks. So it's really just like going out and you know, sometimes like people feel kind of weird, like you're walking on the sidewalk. It's like, is everyone looking at me or like whatever? And a lot of people like to kind of go to a gym for that reason. Like they don't want anyone to see them like, right. working out. And she was like, no, just walk. Like, doesn't matter. Just walk. These Like, just pretend that you're, be delusional. Act like you're the only person that exists in the world. Like, just listen to your music, strut down the street and there you go. You're done. You got your movement in for the day.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, if uh, I guess a l- little uh, uh, fitness advice for, for the show. Yeah. Go for yeah. a walk. Let's yes. Do it a bunch. Throw yeah. your headphones on. Check out diagnose and defend. Maybe check out the Jackster podcast. Uh, just you know, just <laughs> just enjoy your walk. Check out the yep. shows or your favorite podcast, whatever it may be. Uh, yeah,
1: that's actually why I said like, oh, I really enjoy going on hot girl walks because that's what I do on my walks. I will walk around for miles and just listen to a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you throw on an hour long podcast. I mean, you can walk yep. pretty far in an hour. Yep. Yeah, get a good get, get a good sweat on. <sighs> All right, so. Abby, let's move on to the last thing I want to talk about, which was, uh, which I mentioned before, is uh, weird laws that still exist. And yes. Joe and I actually did this a while back. He had found some. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that I grabbed a couple that we didn't do already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I found some new ones. Uh, so you, you said you actually found a couple as well, right? Yes. I'm going to let you go first.
1: Okay. So... I recently moved to Ohio and so I was trying to see if there was any. I know there's some in Pennsylvania, but I was like, all right, let's see if there's any in Ohio. And Columbus actually still has a law on the books mm-hmm. that makes selling cornflakes illegal on Sundays.
0: What? Whoa.
1: <laughs> yes. Wait, so so you're, I, I tell me
0: <laughs> Do they have to take the cornflakes off the shelves every Sunday?
1: Well, that's what I thought. But a lot of these laws, these weird laws that still exist, they're still on the books from way back when. But I don't think that they still adhere to them. But I'm thinking like it may be worthwhile for me to like go to Giant Eagle on Sunday and just see if I can buy them. And I thought it's it's just cornflakes. Frosted flakes are fine. So if you prefer frosted flakes, you're still in the clear. But cornflakes, sorry. What do you think the reason behind this
0: this was in the first place?
1: (laughs) Well, I had to look it up because I'm a nerd um so basically it stems from blue laws so blue laws were something in ohio where they were limiting people's activities on sunday to keep people going to church
0: and flakes was the the problem
1: basically i guess now there's something interesting because i was w- listening to another podcast who was talking about actually the fitness industry funny mm-hmm. enough and how the founder of cornflakes was like a fitness freak like a psycho right and was like testing out all these weird things so I still would have to do more research but it's I think it'd be interesting to look into like maybe it was something about him specifically the CEO of cornflakes like of Kellogg who wanted it to be not sold on Sunday because he was like a little nutty (laughs) yeah
0: okay in my mind I'm thinking like they went to church and there were some people missing and they're like like where's the Johnson family at like they're at home eating cornflakes yep and like like, what
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm thinking
0: so like we need to put an end to this Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> it's so
1: it's so odd especially because like I understand like the laws that you know places close down places close on Sunday So that everyone can go to church. I totally understand that but like I don't understand why we can't can't buy cornflakes It's like why can't you go to the grocery store after church and like I always get groceries on Sunday I feel like that's like the thing to do.
0: Well, yeah, but like even okay so like like alcohol at least in in the great state of Pennsylvania you can't go to a state store on a Sunday. Like you cannot go mm-hmm. buy a bottle of whiskey. So what do you do? If, if you're planning on maybe having some drinks on Sunday, you make sure you go Saturday or some right. other point during the week and purchase <laughs> that bottle. Like that would not stop people from, from enjoying cornflakes right, on a Sunday. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they do not. Uh, they probably don't enforce that law at all. Yeah. It's so funny. It's That's- even on the books. Can they just that's go back I through? Found. Can they go back through and just like like just start like click you know highlight delete like just get rid of some of these? Because that, that, that's, well, that's weird.
1: That that's the thing. You think like okay, that's just like just get rid of it, but that's not how laws work. Like they have to kind of
0: I'm sure there's have a whole somebody process. like
1: make a whole thing to be like we should get rid of this, and that just takes so much time and money. So I think they just like don't enforce
0: it. Right? Yeah. They're just like whatever. It's there. We're not paying yeah. to get rid of it. I didn't find anything like. I guess I didn't look, for, I looked for ones that still existed. There, There's a whole, like, a whole pile of laws that, that did exist that don't anymore that are really funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So a couple of the ones that I found, um, like I said, they're still current laws. Uh, let's see. Okay, in California, it is illegal to whistle for a lost canary before 7 a.m. <laughs> so if you lost your bird, you cannot go outside before 7 o'clock and start whistling. Uh, yeah because
1: th- that's just rude
0: yeah I think it's uh, uh yeah according to California blah, 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 anyone whistling oh, I, oh, I cut the screenshot off too oh no uh, I think what it said I did look at it earlier I think it was uh, about like disturbing the piece mm-hmm, yeah real quick to, do you have another one or is that all you had
1: so I actually had an interesting one I, I was in a sorority like I mentioned and in Pennsylvania not a lot of sororities have houses not at Pitt not at Penn State not where I went to school in Duquesne like no one has sorority houses, Mm. but there's fraternity houses. And so all the sorority women have always been up in arms saying, why don't we have sorority houses? Like why don't these campuses provide like houses for us? Or why are we not allowed to like gather and have a house? And I was told from my sorority advisor directly Mm -hmm. that it's because Pennsylvania has an old law that when you get so many women together in a house, it's considered a brothel. And I'm like, okay.
0: Wouldn't a brothel just be considered a brothel when it's a brothel? It's
1: a brothel. Right. So I, of course, had to look this up. It's a little presumptuous, isn't it? (laughs) When you mentioned (laughs) that we were going to talk about weird laws, I'm like, all right, let me look this up. (laughs) Yeah. So I was looking it up. It's a myth, which doesn't really surprise me, but I found so many articles about, about this, about this myth, especially in Pennsylvania, like Pittsburgh news stations have covered it, State College news stations have covered it, and it's about how all of the sorority women like it's like a it's like a known thing that this is something that sorority women believe in because we've been told so many times that this is why we can't have houses and it's weird because like even though it's a myth no one has sorority houses like there still aren't houses for women just men so like what's the reason then (laughs)
0: is it like okay so do you think that uh do you think the myth has like created by accident rules on campuses or whatever Right. That that say that you literally can't because of the myth.
1: Right. I I think that's exactly what has happened. And it's very interesting. If anyone wants to look into it, it's literally like the myth of the PA brothel law. Like that's what all the articles are called. And actually, this made me start thinking of other like laws and rules that we believe just because they are repeatedly told. Like parents telling their kids that it's illegal to drive with the backseat lights on. And then you grow up and then someone tells you, oh, that's not actually illegal. Your dad just didn't want you doing that.
0: That's not illegal. (laughs) No. Oh, I thought it was okay. Nope. <laughs> yeah, like anytime. Yeah, like if, if somebody's in the back seat, I'm like turn that off. Like I don't want to get yeah, pulled turn that over. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I can just cruise around with that light on. I, I would say it's annoying. I didn't. I didn't realize yeah, it wasn't annoying. actually a law.
1: But I don't think like if it was illegal, they would like put the lights in.
0: <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, or they would figure out a way to not be able to turn them on while the car is engaged in drive. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, the whole the whole brothel thing though. Boy, you wonder if somewhere. I mean, there's no law for it. So I guess it's just a rumor gone bad, apparently. (laughs) And whoever created that
1: really did a good job. You know, they probably sat down to tell like a tall tale and it really has continued on through the ages because fraternity and sorority houses were built, you know, way back when when these sororities were founded at these universities and like the fact that it still spreads. And like I saw it, like I looked it up and I'm reading the article and it's like, funny how people will just like believe whatever they're told and i'm like oh my gosh that's me like my sorority advisor just told us that and i was like okay like i guess we can't have a house because pennsylvania has a stupid law like i just totally believed it i
0: guess i mean if you wanted to check it where do you even check it at? i guess online now but uh yeah i guess you hear you hear of a law and most people probably don't like jump to the law books or whatever you know wherever they find it and look it up like everybody just takes it at face value they're like oh okay i guess that's a law.
1: And especially when it seems true like especially when you look around and you're like okay like well pitt doesn't have sorority houses and penn state doesn't have sorority houses and it's like oh i guess that's why we don't you know all the pennsylvania schools like we just don't yeah,
0: makes sense but
1: but then i found out through my research that upenn has sorority houses and i'm like oh i didn't check the ivy leagues okay
0: all right all right so they they don't they they haven't fallen victim to the vicious uh urban legend or whatever you want to no. call it. <laughs>
1: apparently, apparently the myth didn't spread amongst the geniuses at UPenn. Right. I guess they, they, were, yeah. they, they knew they better. They looked it up
0: like, yeah. this isn't a law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, all right, so I'm just going to, I'm going to hammer out just a couple, couple more here that I found uh, and then we'll get ready to wrap up. So I've kept you on here for quite a while. So uh, a couple of mine that I found is uh, in, in Massachusetts, uh, it's illegal to tell fortunes without a certification. Yes, think about oh. that. How?
1: I actually, I respect that because if I was getting my fortune told, I would want it. I would want them to have a certification, but I'm kind of into astrology. So
0: well, my question is, how do you get, how do you get certified in fortune telling in the first place? Like, is there like a test?
1: <laughs> There's probably a, a fortune telling class that they sell online. You
0: think so? Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, like, oh yes, your fortune was uh, accurate. You are certified. <laughs> Uh, all right, so in in uh, New Jersey, bullet this one's weird. Bulletproof vests are banned while committing a crime. Yeah, so if you're gonna go mean. rob a bank or something, uh, you're not allowed to be packing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> like uh, that, mm. the- <laughs> it's not gonna stop that's- anybody that's going well, to that- commit a crime. Period.
1: <laughs> right. I was just gonna say that's very interesting because you think a criminal is gonna follow this law.
0: Right, if, they, if they follow but the, the one exactly like like they're gonna take a gun into a bank mm-hmm. but they're gonna be like well I can't wear the vest because that's illegal but yeah, uh, I that's don't know. illegal it's a, it's a silly <laughs> law I guess I guess what it probably boils down to is uh, if they did that's one more thing they can get them with
1: right yep
0: yeah uh, in this one is is mildly rude but it's from uh, uh New Mexico mm-hmm. and it says quote idiots are banned from voting <laughs> Uh, okay, but they did say uh, in New Mexico prohibits uh, idiots as as well as oh no, it's not even okay. It's just idiots and insane people who are convicted <gasps> of felons or uh, or or an infamous crime from voting. Okay, I don't understand how they figure out who is an idiot.
1: Yeah, that's very subjective because it's I very. I personally think lots of people are idiots. So
0: yeah, like, I mean, how
1: do you decide? <laughs>
0: Right. Like, I would be, I'd be like mildly offended if I walked in there, like, "Mm, no, sir, you can't vote. I'm like, what? Why? Like, you're an idiot. (laughs) I'm like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they have, maybe they have like a, like a
0: threshold. I don't know. A test perhaps before like, maybe just a very, very basic test. Right. Of like, I don't know, just like societal questions or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like, like a, Basic like third grade, you know, third grade quiz questions.
1: Like, yeah, the mm. are you smarter than a fifth grader? There they just like, put out that board game and they see like, oh, can you can you win?
0: Yep, like no no no. They just push people no. out the other door.
1: That's interesting. I wonder where that one came from because that obviously somebody sat around and was like, you know what, we need to make this a law.
0: <laughs> right. We can't have these people over here voting. They're idiots. <laughs> That's so mean. Uh, in in Pennsylvania, uh, you're breaking the law if you pay. Or a psychic, so another psychic uh, one.
1: Uh, wow!
0: So you can you can get your fortune told for free, but you cannot pay for it apparently. And Interesting. That isn't also an auto. Okay, the last one I found, and then we're gonna wrap up. Uh, in Kentucky, a woman cannot marry the same man four times. Okay. So apparently, they had to put a cap on it. That's very strange. That How many times very are people strange. remarrying the same person? Up to four well, times.
1: Apparently, only three in Kentucky.
0: Yeah, like, is this your third or fourth marriage? Like fourth? Sorry, I can't do no, it. No, you can't do it. <laughs> well, that's funny. That's weird. Uh, so, all right, Abby, we've, have, I've, have, I'm like, oh, this would be like a half hour. We're we're pushing like almost an hour. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, uh, I say we let's wrap this one up. So, again, if you guys uh, want to check out. Abby and Gabby's podcast, which is Diagnose and Defend. You can find it on Spotify, uh, iTunes, or, or, or Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm sure it'll start popping up on other things too, but uh, yeah, Diagnose and Defend. And Abby, thank you so much for being on the show. I wish Joe could have been with us, but like I said, he had a work emergency.
1: Yes, sorry that Joe couldn't be here. Really wanted to chat with him, but I'm so thankful to be on your show. Thanks for having me. I had a really good time.
0: Yeah, thank you guys all for checking us out. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Bye, Abby. Bye.